Hey, Crawl Space listeners, here is an abbreviated gossip pod, something we've recorded on Thursday night live on Get Vocal. We are doing a weekly show at 9 p.m. Eastern on Get Vocal. It streams live to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, so you can watch there, but it's best to interact on Get Vocal. And this week we had James Renner join us, and he spoke about a cold case that he just helped make an arrest in. 1987 cold case murder of Barbara Blatnick, and it's thanks to his nonprofit, The Porchlight Project, and you can check out that website at porchlightonline.org. And an arrest was made using genetic genealogy. So very cool. Congrats to James. And then, uh, rightly so, a, a, a rivalry kicks off between James's nonprofit and ours, Private Investigations for the Missing, which you can check out at investigationsforthemissing.org. So I hope you enjoy this abbreviated episode. If you want to see the whole thing, it is on YouTube. I think it's all on Facebook and Twitter as well. And join us this Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Get Vocal. Links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, and here we are live on the Gossip Pod. It's Thursday night, May 7th. What's up? I'm Tim here with Lance. What's up, Lance? What is going on? I like how we uh, came on after six minutes because we wanted to hear the crowd. It's like before you go on stage, <laughs> you want to hear the crowd like stamping their feet. Um, That's right. Yeah, we had a really good, uh, really good conversation before we went on. We have James Renner here. We talked uh, in depth about his new haircut, and um, <laughs> so so whoever uh, is joining now has missed that conversation, but he's got a solid haircut going. Um, I mean, we could rehash it if we want. We could. We we yeah. could re. Let's to, try to let's try to um, recreate the magic. It is. I mean, it is the kid and play look, right? <laughs> it's a high and tight. Thanks. High and tight. But it, I, but it looks good, and you know, it's it's going to grow out. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, it looks good. No, though, it looks I think. Great. What What's the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut for a man? About uh, two millimeters. About two days. <laughs> All right, so here we are. We're live on the Gossip Pod. We are talking crime. And uh, James Renner, recently, yeah, just yesterday, for God's sake, we saw some tweets about uh, your Porchlight project, and that's porchlightonline.org. Can you tell us a little bit about this organization and why we saw articles with this organization in them yesterday? Uh, yes. So uh, the Porchlight Project, porchlightonline.org, is a nonprofit that I started um, oh, about nine months ago. And uh, it was an idea I had for uh, a long time. Um, I, uh, I've written about crime, unsolved crime, for uh, a long time now. And I got tired of writing about it and wanted to see what I could do to contribute to actively solve some of these cold cases. Um, so that's how the Porchlight Project came to be. It's a collection of uh, journalists and attorneys and um, former police officers, private investigators from Northeast Ohio. And uh, we raise money for new DNA tests 
for these uh, cold cases, these unsolved murders around town. So your organization is specifically geared towards raising money in regards to DNA tests. Yes. And cool. uh, our first, our very first um, case was the Barbara Blatnick case. And this was a, an unsolved murder that happened here back in 1987. Um, a 17-year-old girl was uh, abducted and murdered, and her body was found near Blossom Music Center, which is kind of a big venue in, in this area. And uh, that had been unsolved for many, many years. Um, and I happened to know her sister from writing about it before. Uh, so... Um, we reached out to her. We found, anyways, long story short, they had pretty good DNA under Barbara's fingernails when they found her. Mm -hmm. And uh, so um, I reached out to Cuyahoga Falls Police and they met with me and they, for some reason, thought that I was legit. And uh, they're like, okay, let's try this. So, um, that became our first uh, our first project, and uh, we partnered with Colleen Fitzpatrick and the genetic genealogist at Identified uh, International, and uh, we did new tests, and then the data was given to the genealogists, and um, yesterday there was an arrest in the case. Well, that's amazing. Thank you, thank you. They arrested a man named James. Um, Z Zastonic is how you pronounce the last name, Zastonic. And um, they announced that they uh, used the genetic genealogist's work and their data, and it led to this man. And then the police went and got his DNA and confirmed that it did, in fact, match the sample that was found under Barbara's fingernails. So... They've, they've got this guy after 33 years, and he's sitting behind bars about 10 miles from my house right now. Holy moly. So, wow. Like, uh, yeah. So this is a case that you—, you Congratulations. God damn it. I'm, I'm so proud of you right now. This is excellent. Thank so, you. This is a case that you'd worked on for a while or you've written about before? It was one that I had always had in the back of my mind when I was a reporter— and when I was working for Scene and Free Times, I never got around to it. But it was like always that next one I was going to write about. And uh, and then I started writing these books. And, you know, when it came around to forming this nonprofit, I thought, I just can't get this case out of my head. You know, let's let's see if we can um, see if this one fits, see if we can make this one work. So is this the first case uh, that Porchlight Project has seen from the you know inception to the uh right through to the finish line this was our this was our first case and it's our first solve we're working on one other case right now we're raising money for um dna testing and it's kind of a bizarre little case um there's this little town called new london which is uh about a, an an hour south of akron and uh back this is probably about four years ago. Um, somebody was cleaning out their barn, you know, because there's lots of barns in that area. And uh, they discovered these bones uh, in the attic of the barn. And the bones were from a young woman. And nobody to this day knows who she is or 
what she was doing up in that attic, if it was murder, if it was natural causes. Um, so it's a fascinating case. And uh, we uh, just sent those bones to the lab and now they'll, they'll test them and the genetic genealogist will trace back the family tree and hopefully give this woman her name back. Amazing. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well done. Um, yeah. Mike, Mike Morford in the chat uh, said she does great stuff. Who I think he, he was referencing Colleen Fitzpatrick. Colleen Fitzpatrick. Is that who he was yeah. referencing? Yeah. It identifiers international. Yeah. Colleen. Colleen's great. She's, you know, she's the, the house of genetic genealogy. Um, you know, she, she, she's a genius, but she does not suffer fools. Um, and she's the first one to tell you, you're getting the science completely wrong and you're an idiot. And here's, here's what you need to understand about this. But yes, she's brilliant. That's what I always say about Lancey Grace. He doesn't suffer fools. I do. It's, Lancey Grace does not suffer fools. Lancey Grace does not suffer. <laughs> Colleen wrote a book called um, Forensic Genealogy. And do you know when it was published? 1875. <laughs> 2004. She saw this coming 15 years ago. Wow. Wise decision, uh, you know, teaming with her for this and identifiers international. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, so I, I want to know a little bit more about the case, though. So Bla- I'm looking here in the ClevelandScene.com, and Blatnick was uh, 17 when she was found uh, dead before five days before Christmas. And was this guy a suspect? Do you, uh, do you have any idea? He was not on anybody's radar. Wow. We'd never have found him without genetic genealogy. Um, they, he was just... He, he, you know, um, I've been in contact with Barbara's sister for the last um, nine months or so, and we talk about every week. Either she's um, texting me or I'm texting her for updates. The genealogist might have found a link to uh, a friend of a friend, so he might have been one removed. And he happened to work at this factory that was about an eighth of a mile from where she was last seen, you know, where she... Uh, was dropped off by friends and was going to go visit her boyfriend when she disappeared. So, wow. So it was just a random abduction, I guess that's, that's pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a crime of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets off of the, the factory. Maybe there's a bar in between the factory and where she disappeared. That's a possibility. Um, but uh, the genealogists seem to think that there could be, a link um, socially to her. Mm-hmm. Right. To, to what Tim was saying right there, how it's pretty rare. I think it's pretty rare on the surface with all of these cases, but if you dig a, just a little bit deeper, you'll find out that at some point there was some interaction. There was some like uh, interconnecting uh, circles with, uh, you know, social, social, 
social circles interconnecting at some point, even on, on like the most minute level. Right, right. Like a six degrees to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And that's what happened in this case? We think. What doesn't make sense is they found her body a half an hour away from where she disappeared. So why would you? Nobody knows why you traveled that far. I was just contacted this morning by another police department, a separate jurisdiction that is looking at one of their cold cases, uh, wondering if it's not connected to the same person because of the proximity of some of the 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 clues in that case. Another woman, she disappeared, I think, like a mile mile from where Barbara went missing um, and also from Garfield Heights, also strangled. And it happened about 10 years before. Any word um, from law enforcement about this James guy? Is he uh, talking or anything? Is it, Did he confess or anything after they arrested him? No, no, definitely no confession. He was arraigned today and he pled not guilty, which is not a surprise. Yeah. Um, judge issued a million dollar bond. Um, so he's not getting out. Um, I don't know if he's he's gotten an attorney yet or if he's still representing himself. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a mess. It's uh, uh, I'm not sure what the what the next step is. I think the next time he appears in court is about two weeks, but because we're still in lockdown in Ohio, nobody can actually go to the the courthouse. Mm, Right. How much did you say his bond was? A million dollars. You got that. You could, you could probably, uh, (laughs) probably get him out and then take him back to your place and give him the old Renner shakedown. (laughs) The Renner shakedown. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know that that would be the best uh, option, and I, I think I I think I don't have uh, quite that much in my pockets right now. <laughs> and and now that now that we're breaking it down and getting loose here, I am I am goddamn jealous that your nonprofit solved a case or helped solve a case before ours did. Come on, we are throwing the gauntlet down now. This is a rivalry. You can't overshadow private investigations for the missing. I would love to have a cold case, Cold War, you know, and just try to one-up each other for the next 10 years. It's on. It's a hot war. It's not a cold war, though. It's a hot war. Yeah, it's a hot war. There's yeah. there's shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. No, I, I'm thrilled uh, that, that, that the Porchlight Project and you uh, helped, helped bring this case, but, you know— by God, I am more I am more motivated than ever. I forgot to tell you guys the best uh, part about the the bones in the attic case. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. the The barn in which these bones were found is four doors down from where my favorite suspect in the Amy Mihalovic murder grew up. Stop it! Right? No way. What are the chances? Like, I don't want to, we're, we're obviously not going to really, like, dissect the mathematical chances on this, but what, where was this? In in this obscure town in Ohio called New London. In New London, what's your take on that? What do you make of it? I don't know. I mean, it's one of two things. Either, you know, it's a, it's a prior victim or it's bad luck and, and some weird coincidence that uh, somebody else stored some girl's bones in an attic four doors down from this guy. 
Jeez. Oh, my God. It makes you wonder what is four doors down from that guy. Et cetera, et cetera. Probably nothing good. Right. What what happens in New London? Not a whole lot. But Jillian has joined us. Jillian was on last week. She is uh, She works with private investigations for the missing with us. And Jillian, uh, you have an update for us, right? What, what, and, what's going on? What, what and Michelle, on? I, I want to say Michelle, who's in here, <laughs> also with PIs for the missing. Yes. What's up? Oh, hi, Michelle. So we did put some news out earlier this week. Uh, the first thing was that um, Lou had been helping out on the Brandon Lawson case with Jason doing that drone search. Um, and I know you guys had talked about that on the podcast already. And then the second thing was that we did help to locate a missing man in Montgomery County, Maryland. And within 24 hours of getting involved, we were able to find him. I really don't know any other details besides that. Um, But yeah, sometimes these missing persons cases are small victories like that, right? They're not all these big dramatic cases. Well, yeah. How did it happen? What do we know? This is the first I'm hearing about it. I'd still say the score is one to one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like here's a case update and it's two sentences um we found a guy in maryland in 24 hours what happened just by pu- putting it out on social media no i we didn't put it i didn't put anything on social media i don't know if somebody else did i don't even know what the person's name is i just know it's montgomery county maryland there's a missing man we found an address for him in 24 hours okay wow wow was that uh was that Lou who was working on that? And I think so. Um the update came from Lou. So it was oh, mostly wow. Brandon and then a couple sentences in there about someone else. We don't even know his name. I don't know his name. That's incredible. Well, that that's that's a great win for uh, private investigations for the missing. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's two to one now. PI I think for it the might missing. be two to one. Yeah, over Porch Light Project. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's two for us. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Is is the missing man okay? As far as I know. Okay. And a happy ending. Was he actually missing? He was missing to somebody. He was missing <laughs> enough that somebody got in touch with us and we found him. Good. You're going to have to have Lou on to see if maybe he can share some more details. Michelle just reminded me there was another case a while ago of missing woman who had been missing for months and we were doing some stuff on social media with that one. And somebody did see her on Facebook and make the connection that this woman in their neighborhood was the missing woman. We don't know. We were talking to the family. We don't really know if our posts had anything to do with that. God, it's like four to one now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we we might as well play football score. We we have what do we have? Three scores, so yeah, it's, the, 21. Point, it's twenty one to one. Yeah. Twenty one to three. Give them a field goal. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, man. Well, thanks for joining, James. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 